Welcome to the Liberty Podcast with your host, Pastor Robert Maxey, Senior Pastor of Liberty Church of Baton Rouge. It's our prayer that this podcast will be life-changing for you and that you will share it with someone else. Now, here is Pastor Rob. Well, good evening, good evening, good evening, everybody. This is Pastor Robert here, and this is the Liberty BR Podcast. It's so good to talk to you all tonight. Man, I'm so I'm, I'm excited about this conversation that we're getting ready to have. And let me just go ahead and say now, let's keep the boxing gloves on, all right? <laughs> let's just have a great conversation and hear everyone. Um, I believe that that this will be a great conversation. I believe that uh, the spirit will be will be magnified and God will have his say in this conversation. So the conversation is, should all Christians vote Republican? Over the last week or so, I've been having this conversation with friends uh, and family about the, the upcoming election. And so different words have been used, words like we're battling for the soul of the country and um, this is it, this is the end time, the end time vote. Um, we said that last election as well, now we're saying it again. And we have two candidates that are pretty similar um, in their age, uh, ethnicity, um, even their outlook on life has been pretty similar. Um, so us as as the voters, we have to make a decision on the best person to run our country. Does that decision play in me being a Christian or not? Does it mean that I'm a Christian if I vote Republican or I am against God as I vote Democrat? Is this election about the issues or it is about our religion? I think this is going to be a great conversation. So my hope is that we have many people call in and many people uh, um, come together and talk and hear each other out. So I'm going to pray and then we're going to get started. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I just pray right now, Lord, that you just take over in this conversation tonight. God, that you lead us and you guide us, God, that we respect each other, Lord, and God, that your, your spirit would have say in this conversation. So I love you. I honor you. I thank you. In your son Jesus' name, amen, amen. So, guys, uh, over the last 40 years, the notion that one's Christian beliefs should guide one's voting has largely been uh, promoted by the conservative Republican Party. And uh, so we have seen this kind of uh, uh, transition between voting for what the issues are and voting for our religion. Um, I I was a Democrat for most of my life, and and now I'm I'm an independent. And I I switched to independent in the last election because, uh, to be totally honest with you, I didn't like neither candidate. And so we we as a country had to make a decision of what we thought was the worst evil, <laughs> right out of um, Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump. So we voted for Donald Trump as being the best candidate out of the group. Now, we, we're coming back to another election, and uh, it's not as so much of being the candidates and their issues versus each other, but God versus evil. Now, uh, the Republican Party, like I've said before, they've really taken this and have gone with it and run with it as being um, the party of Jesus Christ. And yesterday I, uh, I was watching another conversation where uh, Christian men were calling 
the Democratic Party, the Democratic Party, and that if you are a Democrat, then you then you are um, you're not a Christian. And man, that's a hard thing to say. So this conversation is about if is that is that true? Where in the Bible does it say that our political uh, uh, agenda, right, um, makes us either Christians or not? Does supporting the Democratic Party and the Democratic candidate, is that a issue of Christianity or is that an issue of the issues? That's the conversation tonight. So you guys are welcome to call in whenever you like. Um, we had uh, Pete Buttigieg. He he ran for president earlier uh, in the Democratic Party. And one of the things that he said uh, is he kind of switched it and said, well, if you are a Democrat, then then you are Christian and that the Democratic Party represents Christian values. Uh, and that if you were if Jesus were, were to vote today, what would you think he would vote as? Do you think Jesus would vote Democratic or do you think he would vote Republican? It's a deep question. And that's one that we need to answer. It's one that we need to really focus on because um, if the soul of our country, like it's been said, is really in jeopardy now, when I when I go to heaven, right, and I'm I'm standing before judgment, is God gonna say, that I can't enter because I voted Democrat. Is he going to say that I, I'm not going to be able to enter because I voted Republican? So one of the things that I've, I've thought about this week is um, about voter suppression. And back in the 60s and, and earlier when black people were given the right to vote, um, they were, or, or the vote had been suppressed. Um, there were different ways that that, that uh, people would be able to so suppress that vote. And, and and right now, that still is happening. Um, even through the last census, we are seeing a move in the Republican Party to uh, re redraw district lines so that it eliminates the possibility of people that are immigrants from voting. And Technically, that is against the Constitution. It does not say that a person has to be a, a American to vote. Actually, it doesn't. Uh, it just talks about a person living in that district or living in a place being able to vote. So we're also changing things in a way to um, redraw lines. And we've seen it in a Democratic Party as well of uh, redrawing uh, district lines in order to guarantee a democratic win and this is not right so that's one way of support suppressing votes another way of suppressing votes is making votes a religious issue uh and i've seen that voice over the last uh, few months of saying well if you don't vote if you don't vote for donald trump then you're not a christian and people are listening to that and they're hearing that and they're saying well I got to challenge my own way of thinking about God in order to uh, to to be in his will. Does that mean I need to vote Republican? And is that in itself voter suppression? Is that in itself a way to shame people into voting the way we want them to?
right? Is that a way to um, manipulate the people to voting? Is that religious abuse? Is that religious abuse to tell people that to stand in a church pulpit and say, if you don't vote this way, then you're not Christian and you don't love God? What do you guys think? Lines are open. Got our first caller. Hey, hey my brother. How you doing? Doing great, Pastor. Doing great. How you doing? I'm good, man. Good. Uh, just out doing, our, doing what we do, right? That's right. That's right. The, the commonality is, is I think that if Jesus would have voted, he would have voted for Paul, the Apostle Paul. <laughs> How you like that? Well, you know, um, that is a that's a good thought. You know, you look at yeah. Paul's background, you look at the, um, everything that he did before he became a Christian. He would definitely be an interesting candidate, wouldn't he? Absolutely. You know, I thought at first he would have voted for himself, but I, I don't believe that because he was humble. And uh, that that's it takes a lot for somebody to step in, the, and especially the past few um, presidents, a lot of pressure, a lot of um, decisions, choices that have to yes. be made. And I feel like, look, there's good of both parties. There's good people, right. but there's also bad of both parties. Yes. So I don't think there's a right or wrong as far as whatever you believe in. Um, I just think like there's there's another party and it's way left and mm -hmm. it, it, it's wanting to take America down. And why? Because yeah. I believe just like in the Bible, it's stated that many people hated uh, the goodness, you know, like yeah. the United States was known for the freedom, uh -huh. the freedom to do, do and say, uh, and, and prosperity. To challenge leadership, is, right. Yeah, land of opportunity. Everybody wants to come here. You know, the problem mm -hmm. is, is there's many people now that have come into this country that do not like this country. And right. that's evident by what we've seen. Now, I'm with the, the, the three words, Black Lives Matter. But as uh -huh. far as when I go to the website, oh, yeah. no. What I see that money's going to, and, yeah. and then I find out all other agendas that are proven um, right. truth. You know, and, and that, that upsets me. That concerns me. That worries me. I think all lives matter. I think Jesus yeah. would say all lives matter because he cared about it. He came for the lost. He came right, for the right. – he hung out with the what the tax collector. He hung out with some bad yeah. dudes. You know? Yeah, that's right. And so that's right. So for me, look, I you know God laid it on my heart. Stop uh, uh, any any confrontation or arguing or anything. Uh -uh. Yeah, he doesn't want me involved with that. That's not. Yeah, we're supposed to be walking in love, and I know right. you and I both love the same God, the God that's of right. Israel, the God of Jacob. Yes. You know, and so. And, and, and that's that's what matters. Everything else, it right. says if you're of the world, you're not of my father. That's right. You and know? I totally, I'm, I'm with you. I don't, I think there needs to be a separation between saying Black Lives Matter and Black Lives Matter as an organization. As an organization, um, right. I have to question if they really believe Black Lives Matter uh, because of the only, the 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 subject and the, and the focus of their um, agenda 
But when I can sit there and say Black Lives Matter, I'm not saying it for any organization. I'm saying it just right. like Jesus, just like Jesus said, blessed are the poor at heart. Right. He, mm -hmm. he says, yeah, blessed are everybody. Everyone's blessed. But I need the poor at heart to also know that they're blessed. I need them to also know that they're cared for. I need them to also know uh, 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 and be highlighted because they've been messed over so long. You see what I'm saying? Uh, right. So we have to be able to dif differentiate between the two. Right. And I, I firmly believe that it, it, in my heart and in your heart, because I know, I know your personality, your integrity, that these people that are going around and they're doing these e uh, evil things, you know, yeah. trying to hurt people, I, I know you're not in agreement with that. I get no. that people are angry, no. but even right. Martin Luther King said, Riding and stuff like that—that's not going to yeah. solve nothing. It never does. In fact, right. it's, it's, it hurts. It's, our, it's it hurts actually, the movement. Yeah, yeah. And so, in fact, uh, a lot of uh, people that are very successful, both white and black, they're embarrassed to see right. our country in this division and doing those things. I agree. Olivia, what do you think you're God on? thinks. Um, yeah. yeah. So I sort of disagree with Jay. Well, mm -hmm. Mr. Um, Black Lives Matter it does not say that all lives don't matter. So all people that say all lives matter, I believe that some of them, they're like their heart's in the right place, but they don't really understand. Mm -hmm. So um, all lives matter was actually specifically created to bring down Black Lives Matter. Um, if you didn't mm -hmm. know, um, saying Black Lives it's Matter does not mean that we're bringing down other lives. We're saying that we should that they should be treated equally. Uh to everybody else. Because when people say all lives matter, the people that are killing the innocent black people um, for no reason, that's not knowing all lives matter. So that's why Black Lives Matter was created. Because they're not being shown, they're not being treated equally what they're saying. Well, what, I agree with you it, definitely in part of, of what you're saying. But what, what confuses me is if Black Lives Matter, then why are blacks killing each other more than anybody else is killing them? Um, that's the thing. So if you look up like the percentages, there's, oh, only, I, have. I know the percentages, there's only 3% of black people in America. Yet, if you look at the FBI things like for the arrests, um, white people are the most doing murders, um, rape, theft, all that. Um, like if you look at the FBI charts and also black people are more likely to be poor based on like the color of their skin. I did look this up. Like, um, yeah, more likely to be in bad neighborhoods and that could lead to violence, you know? Mm -hmm. I agree 100% with that because I grew up in Philadelphia. I know all about growing up in an area where if you went in the wrong area, you paid the consequences. You parked one wrong parking spot. Right. And there was a, there was a group there called the JBM, Junior Black mm -hmm. Mafia. They would come out, throw your car upside down, set it on fire, and they'd stick a gun in your mouth if you were in the wrong area. And and I get it, you know, because that area was rough. They called it the Badlands. That's a but the other thing that I, that concerns me, though, is these babies, these innocent babies that are getting killed and shot in a crossfire. And what I call them is it doesn't matter if you're white or black. A thug is a thug. A thug is somebody who's driving by and they don't care who's getting hit. They're blasting their gun off because they're angry. 
That's not right. I don't care what anybody. You cannot and, and that's justify. A great, that's a great okay, point. You cannot justify that to me. So, okay. so that's a great point. And let me let me look. Let me add something as well. Um, when I look at crime, period, we don't see we don't see crime highlighted as. This is one of the things that I think is a great part because when we talk about police violence, we highlight it on police versus black people. Okay. But then when we when we talk about violence, period, we also highlight it as black versus black. Now, right. Donald Trump even said this week, he said, um, well, white people get killed by the police as well. Right. OK. And that's true. But how how do we how do we always come back to, well, if black lives matter, why do black people kill black people? We never we, we, I've never heard anybody say, well. If all lives matter, why do white people kill white people? Right. And why that, do you have to blink, bring up that black people kill other black people? Okay. And nobody said that they didn't. Nobody said that black people were perfect. Okay. What, what if I said white lives matter? I'll guarantee you I will get hit with messages that say you're racist. It's possibility. It's you're right. That's, no a, that's a possibility. No, no, it's you're right. I agree with you. I agree with you. Um, a lot of people are constantly looking for something to be offended about. Right. Totally. They're looking for something to be offended about. I totally believe white lives matter. I, I will say that. I will post that right now. Um, I, I totally believe that. And I totally believe that Chinese lives matter. I totally believe that. I totally believe that Hispanic lives matter. Totally believe that. But when we're, when we're highlighting and, and just as a whole, the when we say Black Lives Matter, we're highlighting an issue in the Black community. Now, my, now, this is what I believe. I believe that as an organization, Black Lives Matter should be talking about Black Lives, period. Right? They should be talking about Black Lives, period, versus exactly. Black Lives right. killing Black Lives, abortion, uh, uh, police violence, that as a whole, we've been desensitized, desensitized to violence, right? And if we've been desensitized to violence, then even us as black people don't believe that black lives matter. So we have to say we have to look at this as a whole through the through all of our history in the United States, through the civil rights movement, voting rights, through all of it. There's always been an issue in this in this arena for us. If blacks are a hundred percent human, we knew that we knew that um, during slavery, blacks weren't considered but half of a half of a human, right? Yeah. So, so we we take that from all the way from slavery until to now, there is a hate over black skin. Now, and that goes with even the Bible. They used the Bible to say, well, you know, blacks were cursed. I had a person, I had a person, I had a conversation with. He told me. He said the reason why the black community has so many problems is because they've been cursed by God. He actually said that. What? That, that, that's, he actually that's said that. Nonsense. Those were words yeah. came out of his mouth. And he actually believed it. And so, so if that's the case, across the board, we have to remember that I don't think nobody really considers the fact that black lives matter. And so if that's the case, we need to be saying that and highlighting that for all things, not just police on black violence. I hope right. y'all understand what I'm saying. I mean, I see you came on. I, came on. I just wanted to, um, so when we was talking earlier about the Black Lives Matter, it says, why does black people um, 
um, kill black people. And we we use that as an escape to, to focus on the issue. You look, you're talking about a, a generation of, in an area of people who are in oppressed areas where exactly. there is alcohol and drugs and where there is um, all kind of depression and oppression. And there are little to no leaders that go into those areas to bring hope and to bring uh, restitution and to try to, you know what I mean? And so they have so much um, poverty and, and, and anger and rage and they deal with things. And that's the way they have um, dealt with things. And that's in the, that's in the white areas. That's, that's a poverty and stricken and different things. It's okay. So, so we use, we try to, uh, downplay Black Lives Matter by saying this. Well, what about this? Well, you know what? That's not what Black Lives Matter, that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about a people who are being unjustly treated regardless exactly. of uh, regardless of what, you know, God blessed us with us with um our pigment. We is not we didn't pick it. This is what God gave us and we are condemned for it. So when people say, well, black people are killing black people, you're trying to downplay what we're really talking about and not dealing with the issue at hand of us being treated with the same dignity and the same respect that everyone should be treated. But we can go on to women lives matter. We get paid less than everybody else. And we can go, we right. can, we can, but that's not the right. issue at hand. And when that issue is take is, is at, a, at a forefront, then we deal with that. So if we're dealing with this subject. Let's stay on the subject. You see what I'm saying? And that's what we tend to do when it's uncomfortable. And it's like, well, white lives matter. Of course, white lives matter. Of course, everyone should be proud of their 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 heritage and their history. They should be. But at the forefront, that was just the season that we're in. Like Pastor was saying about, you know, bless all the poor heart. It's the season. And that season, God, I believe that he wants to bring restitution, wants to bring some type of healing in our community as well, not knocking anybody else, but we've been oppressed for so long and tolerated for so long. You know what I mean? And yes, we have issues just like anybody else, but that's not the point. The point is, hey, can we all come together and recognize like, hey, these people, you know, maybe if they haven't been so oppressed for so many long, maybe they wouldn't be killing each other. And when our voices are being taken away from her, away from us, we begin to become enraged and, and, and we, we act out in ways that's not healthy. You know what I'm saying? You know, I, I, I agree I, with you. Go ahead. Um, Hold on. I, Go ahead, Olivia. And dealing with what he said about how Martin Luther King said that people shouldn't riot, he also said that rioting is another language for the hurt. Well, I don't know. If that's I don't think that's exactly what he said. Yeah. That's basically what he said. I don't agree with that. He, said, well, no, he, did, he did say that. He said and that writing, you know, writing whether is the he language said it, of it, it might, people might have misunderstood it because I also heard him say uh, so. violence or writing is never the answer. No, and but writing. he's not saying no. Never it's never. Answer. Wait, wait. It's never the answer. He's trying to get you, just like I just said, to understand why people rioting. It riot is because they have not been heard. It's because right. they're. It's because every time we speak, we get pushed back, and so sometimes. It's just like a child having a temper tantrum, you know, and all of a sudden now you realize, right. guess what? They got stung by a bee and that's the reason why they're screaming. Yeah. But at the, yeah. at the same time, you keep saying, right. you're okay, you're okay, it's okay, it's okay. You know what I mean? But until, yeah. it's, and that's, everybody's not like that, Jay. I'm not saying that. I'm saying, and I'm not oh, condoning right. it because I'm totally it's against not right. rioting. That's not what exactly. I'm saying. I'm, yeah. We're trying to under, understand the mentality of a person who Absolutely. doesn't. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's a great conversation. Olivia, thank you so much for calling. Mm -hmm. I think that's uh, that is a great part of the conversation because we can start focusing on personalities 
versus focusing on issues. And right. and when people do right, no one's saying that that's right. It's right. wrong. I can't stand to see it. I, I won't even I, I have to turn the TV because I'm disgusted watching right. young watching young people uh, thinking that they're doing something by smashing in a business for somebody that worked their heart, their, their life to build. And now you're smashing in and stealing their stuff. I totally get it. It's horrible. Um, two wrongs don't make it right. Right? right. Two wrongs don't right. make it right. And and it's easy to focus on their wrong, but let's focus right. on the cause that got us there. Right. Well, and, and we, we need to sit down as a people, as Christians, as, as people of God, God's yeah. children, and we mm-hmm. need to find out what is the solution. Right. Amen. How do we come Amen. together and stop looking at uh, or bringing up the rate, you know, 20 years for the past 20 years, I haven't heard anything about racism. Now that's all you're hearing. And well, you I haven't heard it, it Jay, but there. it's, yeah, I'm about it to say it's it was there, there but it wasn't, day. it wasn't right. like it is now. And it's, it's, it's not causing anything better. We need to sit so, down and, yeah, and, and which and better. Discuss it. Well, I think it's Let's easier. say which is, which is better, easy. which is better not to have the conversation and not to hear it and, and the, know that it's happening no. under the, under the carpet or to have the conversation and fix it. So, we, we, Jay and uh, Minga, after this year, it. after my life, after uh, my life is over, I will, yeah. I can't imagine what Martin Luther King is sitting saying. Are you serious? This is still happening. Are you serious? Yeah. We're still having this conversation. I want this conversation to be over. I want it to be a, a, a new conversation. It's, it will always, it will always continue as long as we can't have open dialogue. And if yeah. we don't I, I, acknowledge, I, I, if we don't, if we don't acknowledge our biases, if we don't, if you see, you can't fix something you don't acknowledge. And if we live in a bubble and we think, oh, because I don't go through it, I'm not like that, so the world can't be like that. That's living in ignorance. And so, until we are able, when we see it and we address it on the spot, and we begin to teach our kids. And, yeah. and 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 teach them how to speak to one another, how to honor one another's uh, race with respect and listening to another person's hurt with empathy and compassion. Until we as a people, instead of saying it's not happening, acknowledge that it is happening because that's the problem. When our voices and our hurt and our what we go through on a day-to-day basis continuously tell me it's not happening because you don't see it does not mean it's not happening. You know what I mean? I don't see who's getting raped every day, but I know it's happening. You know, yeah. you know what I mean? So until yeah. we can honestly have empathy, and that's the key, we can have empathy and acknowledge right. this is really happening, and then we teach it, and we live it every single day, even in the privacy when no one is around. You know what I mean? When when we're living it, then the heart will begin to change, and the city will begin to heal. But I've, until that right. happens. I see that... Um, uh, well, I don't know how you say wallogist. He says uh it's it's the wallologist. That his name's Wallologist. Brian. Brian's a good friend of mine. Yeah. Hey Brian, how wall- you doing? He does drywall. Okay, Brian Brian said Brian? that it's better not to throw the racism term around to the point that it's meaningless. And that's a very good point. That's, that's a beautiful totally. point. Perfect. Because I believe I believe that the that the, the term gets thrown around so much mm-hmm. that people, like I said earlier, it it's becomes desensitized. desensitized. Yeah. And so now, oh, like, oh, God, here we go again with this. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's not right. That's, that's a, not right. That's a, isn't that a terrible point? No matter, I mean, and I get it. Please don't get me wrong. What he's saying is that is that exactly right. But that's the problem. When we get to the point where we be like, oh, here we go again. See, right there, as soon as you get that thought, you done already kept it going. 
Because right. instead of like, as soon as you get it, like, oh man, I can't believe this is still happening. See, that's two different things. Yeah. Two different yeah. Um, ways of looking at a situation because it's gonna right. always it's gonna always be there. Yeah. Yeah. Always be there. Well, and I oh, and let me, know oh, let me ask her this. To be... Got Wallace Go coming up. Hey, Brian, how you doing? Hey, I'm doing good. Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you, buddy. Sorry, this, this is new to me. I don't ever do podcasts. I, I'm really trying not to call in. I just want to chill, chill back and listen. Amen. And, hey, so I was invited by my good friend, and and yeah. I'm sitting back. Yeah, yeah. And you got this is awesome because it's good to hear this. But I don't even know where to start. The first of all, the racism thing. Mm -hmm. As soon as you throw it out there, it shuts off all conversation. Yeah. There's yeah. no defense to it. Mm -hmm. No defense. Okay. The same uh, as the okay. sexual allegations, which was just brought up. As soon as you accuse somebody of it, it, de it delegitimizes every victim out there. So I it's it's frustrating to hear. I totally you know what I'm that. saying? Yeah. What do you mean? Uh, no, I don't understand. It's to throw it out. To throw it out. We have a, a court system and a legal system to uh -huh. throw it out. And, and trust me, I know oh, I, 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 from family, like, growing up, whatever. Would you say to throw it out? I say it like to throw it out there. And we have a legal set. We have a constitution which mm -hmm. was brought up. Mm -hmm. And the constitution, Trump don't follow it. But the left don't follow it either. Would they throw it out there? Mm -hmm. But when you get down to it, you have this right to face your accuser and all mm -hmm. that. But right. as soon as you throw it out there in mm -hmm. the media, mm -hmm. everyone's done. And it's, the racism thing, exactly. as soon as you call some a racism, a racist, you have no defense to it. There's no, it shuts off all conversation. Yeah. It's easy to throw it out there. And, and that was my point. I don't like calling in. I don't like doing all this. This is new to me. Yeah. You know, it's like, I can sit yeah, there and no, chat all fantastic. day, but I was invited. But I love this conversation. It's great. So, Brian, yeah, let me ask you a great. question. Awesome. Let me ask you a question. How do you – because you bring up a great point about mm -hmm. uh, when you throw it out there. It, 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 And you see that when every political candidate, once they step up and say, okay, I'm running for this, the next thing you hear is uh, some they touch okay. somebody or somebody was uncomfortable job, and they felt sexually harassed by that person. And you're like, oh, God, here we go again. You mean there's been 30 years in this conversation and nobody said anything about it, but now the person's running for office and now it, it's here it is. So my question is for you then, Brian, is if that's the case, when is it appropriate to bring the conversation up? When is it appropriate to say, hey, this is this is this is something that's that could be considered racism that's happening? And how do you I listen think, to it? How do you, well, well, how do you, well, you just brought up two. You just brought up two different issues. Excuse me. You just brought up two different issues: mm -hmm. sexual molestation so, and racism. They are two different things. Mm -hmm. Okay, right. they're not the same thing. Somebody well, was molested. A lot well, of crap happened to my family growing up. You know what I'm saying? It's, it has nothing to do with racism. They're two different things. They're two different accusations. If, if you're somebody's racist and they molested you, that's but you're bringing up two different points. I'm not trying to argue. No, no, here. no, I'm, I'm just saying that was an example. That was an example. I was bringing that up as an example, but you, you uh, included it with race, and they're two different things. You don't understand what I'm saying? 
Yeah, but they were. That was an example. I wasn't saying they were together. I was saying just like well, yeah, person but, but they have no, they have no business being together. Racism and sexual molestation, or or a sex inappropriate sexual behavior. They have nothing. To, race and that have nothing to do. It happens among all races. It so. Uh, which one do you want to talk about? I think you're not understanding what I was saying. I was basically giving you an example of what, like, of the same thing of saying, oh, racism. So just scratch that. All right. All I was saying is, okay, if there is racism coming up, is if there is racism and a person needs to talk about it because they're being not, not uh, uh, treated fairly, how do they bring it up in a way that you will hear them? and acknowledge that this is wrong. How do they bring it up without you saying, oh my God, here we go again? Um, for me, right. I think uh, there's a lot of stuff going around about feelings. See, and feelings are great, but we have a constitution. I, I think you tell someone how you feel, that's fine. But if you have an example of where someone was racist, to, to boldly say, this person is racist, or that person's racist, or you're a racist, because mm -hmm. you disagree with them politically or anything else, I think it gets right. thrown around and it delegitimizes the word racist. Not everybody wears totally a robe agree. and is the Klan. You understand what I'm saying? Right. Totally agree that. Now, with that said, let's say that you have a, a family member and she goes to get a job or he goes to get a job and there's a black man that's there and he says something like, hey, I don't want to hire any white people for this job. I'm only hiring black people. All right. So now your family comes back and says, man, I think I was just racially discriminated against. When do you hear them and say, oh, man, this is a racist issue? Or are you going to say, oh, my God, here we go with racism again? How do you how do That's you not, take a person uh, seriously? Yeah, I, all right. So somebody just said that and I, I texted it. It was what happened to you and explain it. Not it's the blanket statements. Do you understand what I'm saying? It's okay. what happened to you? Because if you start talking your story and what happened to you, just like your testimony or anything else, your life, uh -huh. were you molested? Were you racially profiled? Were you denied a job because of your race? Explain that. Right. Don't lump yourself into Black Lives Matter, which is a Marxist organization funded by millions of dollars of white people. Mm -hmm. Don't bring up race. Talk about your story. Give your testimony. Tell us what happened, and human beings will sympathize and feel your pain. You understand what I'm saying? Okay. Does that make sense? I'm not yes, trying to no, be a smart saying, ass here. No, no, you're fine. You're fine, right? Uh, so I guess uh, what I'm hearing you say is, um, if there's an issue with racism, you want to bring, you want that person that was racially discriminated against to bring their story and not just throw out a blanket statement saying, "Oh, he's racist because he votes Republican." Is that right? Yes, and and, and and the sexual thing got mixed in. It's the same thing. Tell right. your story. Don't be right. afraid to talk about it. Yes. If you're racially whatever, and you talked about going into Philadelphia and being black people, as soon as a white person comes in, they do it. Yeah, I'm from Pennsylvania too, so I get it, man. Yeah. What, what I'm saying is there's no collective salvation. There's individual salvation. You live your own life. You tell your yeah. own story. You have your own testimony. You understand what I'm saying? Right, and right. Yeah. If you feel like you were wronged in some way, there are people that will listen of all races and whatever. If there's a bad cop, if somebody was 
racially profiled or denied a job, you bring it up, you have legal ramifications, so you, you can do whatever you want. But if you collectively join with the mob, that's not what America is for. It's individual salvation and individual freedom. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes total sense. Okay, so let me. And I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to take over the. This is why I don't like. Oh no, you're good, man. You're you're totally good, Brian. You're good. Seriously. Um. So let's let's throw out another question then. Um. Let's look at uh uh the Vietnam War just for example. Uh, Vietnam War. There were people that got together and they and they protested about the Vietnam War. Now that is a collective thing. That is a collective protest. Uh, do you see that as being something that should be individual as well uh, or if do you do you say that that all issues that happen to people should be individually talked about and not collectively talked about absolutely not the vietnam war the problem was the protesters didn't collectively unite and do anything they shut out of society which made them ineffective they did nothing um John Kerry's a perfect example. Mm -hmm. He protested by faking to throw his medals away, yet Mm -hmm. he kept them. You know what I mean? It's but but the real Vietnam veterans that I know, my my father's best friend is was a sniper in Vietnam. And you know, I I, and there's many from Vietnam still left, not many from World War II. You sit down and you talk to them and you know their story, they're heroes. Most people don't see them and and spit on them and whatever coming back. You understand? That's a that there's nothing wrong with being um, protesting. We have the constitutional right to do it. You get a permit, you protest, Uh and we should never shut that down. I'm not saying you don't collectively do it. What I'm saying is you don't collectively group a bunch of people into being racist. Okay. Because. Anyone that votes for Trump is racist and a redneck. I hear it all the time. And I disagree with Trump on many things. And you throw out the vote for Biden or vote for Trump. We have an executive branch of government. Okay. Now, I'm a builder. That's my my profession. Okay. Right. right. Um, Most people that do construction don't care what kind of life their builder lives. Can you do the job? Can you build something? So that's why a lot of us are for him. It doesn't. And. You bring the religion thing in, nobody's worthy. None of us. None yeah. of us are worthy to be president of the United States. None of us. Yeah. Does that make Brian, sense? It's so awesome because I, I love the fact that you you bring out some great points, bro. Um, so let's look at that. You said um, that Democrats will say if you're if you're vote for vote for Trump, you're racist, and then Republicans say if you vote for Biden, you're not a Christian, and that's what, not patriotic. That's what Right, that's, that's the attack. You don't love our country if you vote for Biden. You know what I mean? Like, right. Uh, like, like the minute that Biden's elected president, he's going to sell the country to the Japanese. You know what I mean? It's like so. It's it's uh, throwing these things. At uh, it's not. It's who's going to do the job better? Right, it's the executive right. branch. It's, it's not judicial. They're not judges. Judges right. are different in the Bible, and you know that. You're a pastor, right? Yes, sir. You know, judges are different, right? Yes, yes, than the sir. executive branch, than the lead. Than somebody being an executive, right? Running a business, running, running and managing a business—that's the executive branch. The yeah. people making laws are despicable in our country. They have a seven percent approval rating, worse than yeah. Trump. Both sides. 
Right. This Republican Democrat thing is not going to fly with anybody. Most of us people could care less about party. Yes, I agree. Totally agree. Thank you for calling, man. This has been a great conversation. I I don't want to take up your whole conversation, man. I love you guys. This is awesome. Awesome, man. Thank you so much. All right. Definitely. Please, please, please call again. All right. No problem, man. I love you guys. You guys are doing great. I'm going to listen in. Yeah. Bye bye. You too. Guys, great conversation. Great conversation. And I love that. Uh, I love how Brian brings up that that point that if you people are saying if you vote for Trump, you're racist. That's so wrong. That's that's, that's like, um, like you said, putting gr- people in a group um, and saying that, hey, if you vote Democrat, then you're you're not going to heaven. Right. So we got to stop with the collective pointing fingers. Hey, Olivia, go ahead. Hey, um, I want to say that when people say that if you vote for Trump, you're racist, yeah, that's wrong. You shouldn't put a whole people in a group. Right. But if you support a racist, then you're just as bad. Why, why, why mm. would you support a racist? You're just now as ex- bad. Explain so you're that. Not, you're not racist, but if you support them, then if you're against racism, then why would you support a racist? Okay. That's a good point. Uh, so so let's look at, at, at all the issues, right? Um. The guy yesterday, I was watching a guy yesterday, and he was talking about the black community. And he was saying that, hey, if if uh, black people don't vote, vote Republican, then they don't really care about black people. Right. Mm-hmm. So if Trump has he does anything good in the black community and, and I have to say he's done some things that really has helped the black community. Is it OK to vote for him, even though you think that he's a racist. However, he's getting things done for you. Well, that depends because he's been racist to more than black people. He's been racist to Asian people, Hispanics. Mm-hmm. He's been racist to more than one um, race. But does but the fact that he was able to uh, take down the the black unemployment rate does that count? I mean, I guess so. But doing is different than saying. So he can, so he might have done that, I guess. Mm-hmm. But if he's, he, what he's saying is contradicting what he's doing, because if he's helping the black community, then what he's saying to, to the black people is mm-hmm. contradicting than what he's doing. Because you, if he's saying he's not racist, he supports black people, then stop saying racist things against black people. So do you think do you think that um, we're more focused on personality than we are on issues? Um, can you explain a little bit more? Like you would like with the president? Yeah. Do you do we uh, are we more focused on his personality and, and, and the things that he say versus if we are focusing on the things that he do? Should they be exclusive? Like, should they be separate from each other? Right. Exactly. Um, I guess so. All right, all right. Hey, brother, how you doing? Hey, hey, Pastor Rob, this is Troy Bregalia, man. How you doing? I'm doing great, man. It's good to hear from you. Man, listen, I just want to thank you guys for doing this, and I know you and I and your wife, we've been on Facebook a little bit, going back and forth, but man, yeah. I just, um, you know, I, I really, this is a big deal to get online and do this, and, um, I've just been listening and, you know, it's, it's been great because I, and I see both sides. It's yeah. been, um, 
you know, I think uh, for me at the end of the day um, and what I've seen, man, in the last couple of months is that we just got to come together as a church. Yes. Um, what, I, what I see, um, there's been oppression. There's been inequality. Yeah. Um, there's been division. But I believe there's been a Band-Aid over it, Pastor Rob, and God's ripped yeah. off the Band-Aid and things are manifesting. And I believe for us to heal and come together, uh, things have to manifest first. And right. so, um, you know, I, I just think that through it all, um, and it has not been comfortable, yeah. but it's been good so we can get to the root and move forward. Yeah, I totally see what you're saying. It may be an uncomfortable conversation, but it's a conversation yeah. that needs to be had. And anytime you even uh, even even if you're doing um, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, you casting out a demon, right? Of somebody mm -hmm. and that that you don't even you can't do anything until that demon manifests itself. <laughs> right. Sure. Right. And right. Then you can attack it. So we have an opportunity now um, to to attack this thing and come out of it better. Right. But no, are, that, we are we doing right. it? Are we doing it? No, no, that's that's it. I, I think, um, man, uh, it's a great time to come together. If we can't get it together as a church and unify, how in the world do we expect the world to come together when they see us bickering over, yeah. you know, wearing a mask? Don't wear a mask. I'm for, I'm for Trump and I'm for Biden. Right. I've been guilty of, of putting out there. And, you know, I'm not going to win anybody over if they if the totally world sees right. us bickering bickering yes. over this right you know um you know at the end of the day um and i think i've mentioned this to you i, I i'm gonna vote for the candidate i'm not a i don't align myself with a republican yeah. or democrat i'm gonna vote whose um whose core values not their personality not the way yeah. they speak but lines up with the word of god right and that and that, and that supersedes for me that supersedes the economy yeah uh, it supersedes um my skin color yeah uh and I really believe this, that if we do anything based on our skin color, white or black, out of feeling yeah. that supersedes the word of God, it's out of order. And uh, I'm not in agreement. I agree. Look, I'm not in agreement with, with Trump. If there was another candidate, man, yes. praise God. But I, I, I'm looking at what we have to work with. Right. And, you know, um, I'm real big into pro-life. You know, yeah. um, you know, the Bible says that. um you know, don't shed innocent blood is six things that he hates. Seven he detests and shedding right. innocent blood. Right. Uh, we've never been allies with Israel. And the Bible said God blesses those that bless Israel. Yeah. You know, and so I'm looking at those two. But also, um, you know, he's putting prayer back in school. Uh, I'm looking right. across the country now and there's Democratic governors that are trying to shut down the church. Yeah. And so um, I, it concerns me. Um, but like like my friend said before, um I'm, I'm looking for somebody that's that's going to, you know, run our country. Not perfect. Yeah. By no means is he perfect, man. I, I really I wouldn't hang out with the man, but I feel like he cares about our country. Yeah. And um, he's allowing churches to come together. And so that's that's my that's my thoughts, Pastor. Right. And I, I, I think those are great points. Um, and that's why I was talking to Olivia about and Olivia. I hope you understood what I was saying was that. A lot of times we're focused on personality, but we're not focused on the issue. And and uh, as a personality, you know, I'm I'm with you. I don't really care for Trump as a person, being the things that he's said and and the, the actions. However, if I look at the economy, if when I look at the economy, when I look at um, uh, coming against abortion, right, and and I can look at some of those things that he is doing that are a part of my uh, core beliefs, right? Yeah. Do I, do 
do I vote for him based on those issues or do I vote for him based on personality? And I think Mm -hmm. those are two total different things, right? So this has all made me have to look at myself as well, right? Am I really focused on the issue or am I focused on his personality, (laughs) right? Mm -hmm. What do you think, Olivia? Um, One thing, yeah, so different between the actions and the personality. So let's say that someone, like we had a new president, okay, and he or she did something good for the Asian community. I don't know. They did that. Mm -hmm. But then they also said on live national television that Asians shouldn't go to school. I don't know. Something random. Mm Mm-hmm. Just because he they did something for the Asian community, but they said that, what would you still vote for them? Well, you're asking me, Olivia. I, I think for me, um, actions speak louder than words. And I mean, I, I have I have a list of things that he's done for different you know groups. I, I've done some research myself because I've heard over and over, you know, if you vote for Trump, you're racist. And mm-hmm. and so you know, being the me being the person I am, I, I'm going to fight. And prove that wrong. There's a right. Listen, he said he has said some outlandish things. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna deny that. But again, at the end of the day, if the way we feel supersedes what the Word of God says, it's not it's not correct. And um, I think for me, um, you know, Donald Trump is the only president in history that went to a pro life rally and actually spoke at a pro life rally. There's never been another president that's done that. Um, you know, I have a list of what he's done for the African-American community with prison reform, you know, giving giving grant money to the to the colleges. And, you know, every year they've had to ask for the money. And finally, he just said, look, don't come back. I'm giving it to you every year, which is a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and if he was racist, I don't believe he would do that. <clears throat> so, um, again, I just wanted to bring home too. I, I don't I don't agree with everything he does. Right. You know, some of the tweets and I think he's, you know, he has no couth at times, but that's not yeah. what I'm looking at, man. I feel I feel safe knowing that he's fighting China. We're getting jobs back. I, let me give you a quick testimony. Mm-hmm. I have I'm in the flooring industry and in the countertop industry. I have a customer from Lebanon who moved here 30 years ago who's been losing jobs to China because their granite is so cheap. He got his first commercial job a month ago because of the tariffs. Um, yeah. And so he's able yeah. to help and support his family now. And he was an immigrant that came right. here to be successful. And because we were all made, you know, put these sanctions on China and these tariffs, um, he's able to provide for his family. So there's good and bad. And um, right. I just want to, man, I just appreciate you, Pastor Rob, for coming on and doing this. Yeah, man, I think it's hard when we uh, we hide behind social media and we're just spouting things off. And right. um, we're not really hearing each other's heart. Actually, we're messing up because we're, we're, we're building bridges against each other you know tearing down bridges against each other so it's not good and i think when we have hard conversations like this that we are able to hear each other i think you bring up some great points my brother um uh, brian brought up some amazing points as well and man that's it's just awesome that we can talk about it thank you for calling bro man love you man i love you too let's get together soon some coffee yeah absolutely all right bye-bye Guys, um, man, amazing conversation tonight. I, I really think that uh, we actually heard each other and um, gave each other something to think about. So I would love to see us go forth 
and talk about the issues. Let's focus on the issues. Let's let's try to put the personalities away. Let's put the um, name calling away. Let's put the uh, if you're a Republican, you're you're racist, and if you're Democrat, you're going to hell. And let's put all that stuff away. Let's sit down and talk about the issues. Let's look at cause and effect. Let's look at uh, um, the person that holds our, our our values. Let's look at that. And then at the end of the day, vote your heart. Vote with your heart. Vote, vote what you believe God has led you to vote. And then in the end, the Bible says that who, whoever is put in power, he was put in power by God. And I believe that. I believe that once the person is in power, God put them there. God allowed them to be there. So now we might as well pray for them. And we might as well, you know, um, of course, hold them to a high standard. And I think that's important as well. When David sinned, Nathan came to him and said, look, you messed up and you got to deal with this. Nathan came to him and talked to him. And I believe that a lot of things that Donald Trump has done, people have not held him to a standard. They didn't go to him and say, look, you're the king, but you did this wrong and you have to do right. Right. And hold him to a high standard, push him to make him better. Right. Push him to make him better and make him the person that we voted for, the person that we want him to be. Uh, so and then when we do that, I think we really are getting it somewhere. Amen. Well, it was great having this conversation with you guys. I pray, Lord, that you guys have an amazing night. Get you some rest. Um, stay safe out there. Wear your mask uh, and, and just love each other. Love each other. Let our Facebook accounts uh, be a reflection of our heart for God. All right. So, guys, every week I tell you, if you enjoyed this show, to share it with somebody. Let somebody know that you had a great conversation on Liberty VR Podcast. I will probably have this show up on uh, on tomorrow morning so you can download it and send it to people. But just kind of try to get people to, to follow. I want to have more conversations like this. Uh, let's, let's bring the body together by having these conversations. All right? I'm going to pray for you. Father God, I thank you, Lord, for this conversation. I thank you, God, for everyone that called in every listener god i pray lord that your will will be done in this country god father god i pray that right now i pray for president trump lord i pray for vice president biden god i pray lord that you will put the person in power who you want to be in power i love you i honor you in your son jesus name amen hey you guys have a great night